0: What is up, everyone? It's Quinn here, and in today's video, I'm gonna be going through the top waiver wire targets that you guys should be looking to pick up heading into week 14 of the NFL season. Some of you may be starting your fantasy playoffs here in week 14. Maybe you have one or two weeks left before the actual fantasy playoffs, but a great time to go out, really kind of finalize your roster heading into those playoff weeks get some guys in must-win spots, or potentially get some guys with some upside you Know you that you may be able to use in a couple of weeks. These are going to be players who are rostered in 40% or fewer leagues using the ESPN waiver wire, and we're going to be talking about every single position. So we're going to start it off with the running backs, and I think there's a few guys that you could consider like the top pickup option. I'm going to start off with Keaton Mitchell here, rostered in 31% of leagues, and he's just someone here who doesn't really need an injury to be super fantasy relevant. So the Ravens had a here in week 13, but in week 12, Keaton Mitchell actually led the Ravens running backs across the board in snaps, routes run, carries, and targets. I think coming off the bye, this is a spot where a rookie running back could kind of take that next step in terms of usage, take an even larger chunk of this backfield. He showcased he has that huge big playability, and I think if he can start to filter in on the goal line, not even coming in and like, taking over the goal line work, just kind of filter in something we've seen Jameer Gibbs do over the last few weeks um, with him and Montgomery on the field. If he just filters in, I think he can be a really nice fantasy option the rest of the season. And like I mentioned, it's not like he needs an injury ahead of him to actually be uh, super fantasy relevant. So then the next two guys here, Tajay Spears and Ezekiel Elliott, Now, these guys are going to depend on the injuries ahead of them, but at worst, I still think they're nice handcuff options. So I want to start off with Tajay Spears, rostered in 32% of leagues. We saw Derrick Henry leave with a head injury, so it's possible he misses the week 14 game with a concussion. Um, We saw Tajay Spears carry the ball 16 times for 75 yards. He was also targeted six times. Tajay Spears has been impressive in a somewhat limited workload this season, but he has consistently been involved week to week. There's a decent sample size there. The uh, Titans clearly like him, and I would even go as far to say that I think Tajay Spears with Derrick Henry out is better than Derrick Henry when he's healthy. I just think fantasy-wise, Tajay Spears has a lot of receiving upside, and he doesn't have that Tajay Spears behind him potentially taking away opportunities. So if Derrick Henry may not play in Week 14, Tajay Spears is definitely an interesting option. And then the other running back who's potentially benefiting from an injury would be Ezekiel Elliott, uh, rostered in 34.1% of leagues. And we saw Ramondre Stevenson leave with an ankle injury. And the Patriots have a pretty quick turnaround here on Thursday Night Football. So it seems like, you know, Ramondre coming back could be a little bit of a stretch considering he wasn't able to return to the uh, week 13 game. So I do think Zeke could be lined up to be the running back one for that one. Um, after Amandre left, Zeke was the only other running back who took a snap, saw 17 carries, five targets. So the workload's gonna be solid. Obviously the offense is just completely terrible, but with that type of usage, you're still gonna be fantasy relevant, um, even on a really bad offense. And then at this point, we're just kind of getting into the true handcuff options, but still guys that are very important, right? Because these guys, Kenneth Gainwell... Elijah Mitchell. One week they go from unplayable, their starter gets injured, they could end up being a top 12 running back week to week and could help you win those playoff matchups. So starting off with Kenneth Gainwell here, rostered in 14.1% of leagues, he has been the DeAndre Swift handcuff, but we actually saw DeAndre Swift take a pretty big hit in the fourth quarter and he did not return to the game. Now the game was pretty much out of reach at that point, so it's possible they were just playing it safe with Swift, but another spot here where Swift has to miss some time, Kenneth Gainwell becomes very, very interesting for fantasy. And then Elijah Mitchell, I mean, CMC has been a monster this season. He's also stayed very, very healthy. But if he were to go down, Elijah Mitchell instantly becomes a running back two at worst. Then we're going to have Ty Chandler rostered in 28% of leagues. Um, He's kind of come in, worked behind Alexander Madison ever since Cam Akers went down for the season. And just looking at this backfield, Madison hasn't been overly impressive and there have at least been you know some questions some discussions about Ty Chandler potentially taking over this backfield taking more work. I do think that if a flip were to happen in this backfield after the bye week which is what we have here in week 13 would probably be the most likely time and then even if a flip doesn't happen in week 14 at worst he's still Madison's handcuff so he still has some sort of value. Um, even if he doesn't take that jump in usage, some more handcuffs, Rico Dowdle rostered in just under 10% of leagues, the Tony Pollard handcuff, Cowboys offense really coming around. If Pollard were to go down, Dowdle would be super valuable. Latavius Murray rostered in 13.6% of leagues, James Cook's handcuff, um, Dearness Johnson rostered in 4.5% of leagues. We'll see him tomorrow night. At this point, it looks like he is the Travis Etienne handcuff, not Tank Bigsby. And then Royce Freeman rostered in just under 20% of leagues. It does look like Kyron Williams is back to dominate in the snaps. But if he were to go down again, Royce Freeman would probably be that guy stepping into the uh Running back one roll. So those are going to be the running backs. Now, looking at the wide receiver position, I actually think this is a really interesting spot here for some of these wide receivers. I'm going to start off with Demario Douglas, rostered in 34.5% of leagues. He did miss this week here in week 13 with his second concussion. So not ideal there. I also mentioned it with um, Ezekiel Elliott. They have the quick turnaround. So I wouldn't say it's a guarantee he's going to be good to go for Thursday night. But when Douglas has been healthy in recent weeks, I think he's a solid weekly wide receiver three. He's been targeted seven or more times in each of the last four games, Um, and he scored 10 or more PPR points in four of the last five, so he has emerged as this Patriots wide receiver one. Hopefully, he's able to get healthy heading into this uh, Thursday night game. Then we're going to have a pair of Packers wide receivers here, Romeo Dobbs and Ontavian Wicks. Starting off with Dobbs, just made the cut, rostered in 38.2% of leagues. I think he can become a very viable weekly play if Christian Watson misses time. We saw him go down with a hamstring injury. He has struggled to stay healthy, and the fact that he keeps re-aggravating the hamstring, he may not be back ready to go in Week 14. Dobbs is coming off his best yardage game since Week 4. This Packers offense has looked really impressive over the last few weeks. Jordan Love playing really well. Um, Dobbs has 11 or more PPR points in three of his last four games and then 11 plus PPR points in five of his last seven. So I think if Watson does miss time, Dobbs will very likely lead this team in routes run And we'll just get that wide receiver workload uh, moving forward and would become like a nice wide receiver three play week to week. I'm also mentioned Dontavian Wicks. He's actually rostered in under 1% of leagues. He hasn't been a guy who's like consistently commanding volume, but he continues to make an impact even in a more limited role in terms of his usage. He's had 40 or more receiving yards in each of the last four games and another guy who should get a bump in usage um, if Watson is out. So you kind of have all those young guys, Jaden Reed, Romeo Dobbs, Wicks all could get a bump in usage. Jaden Reed just missed the cut. So if he's out there, um, in terms of usage, just missed it. If he's out there, I would definitely be interested in him. Um, sandwich between those Packers guys, you're gonna see Noah Brown. And with Tank Dell, unfortunately, going on IR, it seems like Noah Brown could have a much larger role going forward. He played the full-time starter snaps, had the same number of snaps and routes run as Nico Collins. So he seems pretty locked into that role. Now, unfortunately, he didn't really make the most of it, did not record a reception. But this was his first game back after he missed week 11 and week 12. If we remember, prior to him missing any time, he was coming off of back-to-back 150-plus-yard games. So he was kind of killing it prior to going down. Um, I think if C.J. Stroud continues to play at a high level, Noah Brown could definitely be an interesting fantasy option rest of season with, like I said, Tank Dell going to be out for the year. And then the fifth and final wide receiver here is going to be Jamo, Jamison Williams, rostered in 13.3% of leagues unfortunately he's still not commanding volume but he is making like a big play weekly he's had a 30 plus yard reception in both week 11 and week 12 and then he had an impressive 19 yard rushing touchdown where the dude just went like a million miles an hour and then jumped like seven yards into the end zone so he's making big plays i don't know if it's all going to click and come together right at some point this season where you'd want to throw him into your lineup but i do think it's possible where. Maybe he puts together a solid week next week, and then maybe stacks one more, and then maybe he's flex-worthy over the last couple weeks of the season. Just one of these spots here where there's not a ton of wide receivers out there, potentially someone who's interesting. Also an honorable mention to Jonathan Mingo coming off of one of his better games. Don't really want to be super invested in this Panthers offense, but another one of these young guys you could be looking at if the uh, waiver wire is thin at the wide receiver position. So now we're going to pivot over to the quarterbacks and... There have just been so many kind of long-term injuries to the quarterback position. The waiver wire is just really rough at this point. So I have two guys on here. I'm going to start it off with Matthew Stafford, rostered in 32.1% of leagues. He's actually coming off of back-to-back strong fantasy games. He threw for 279 yards and three touchdowns against a very, very tough Browns defense on Sunday. The reason why I'm kind of hesitant to have him here is that he draws another really tough matchup against the Ravens who have just been a death sentence to opposing fantasy quarterbacks. But just looking at the waiver wire and the guys that are rostered in ESPN leagues, he's really one of the only like capable quarterbacks rostered in under 40% of leagues. So someone you could be looking at. Um, Then we're gonna have Gardner Minshew rostered in just over 10% of leagues. He's coming off of back-to-back like decent fantasy performances, nothing crazy, but they're at least letting him throw the ball a ton, 40 plus pass attempts in back-to-back weeks. He has a decent matchup against the Bengals, so if you're super desperate, Gardner Minshew could be someone you uh, throw in there at the quarterback position. Another spot that's pretty thin in terms of the waiver wire at the tight end position, I was kind of surprised to see that Isaiah Likely is still rostered in under 25% of leagues. I understand he's coming off the bye week, but I feel like if you picked him up at some point, like you're probably in dire need of a tight end and you probably should have kept him in the one game without mark andrews that we've seen this season isaiah likely had an 83 percent raw participation i believe he led the team in receiving yards in that one so very viable play moving forward um you know as soon as this week here in week 14 so definitely someone who should be the top pickup um if you are desperate for a tight end to throw into your lineup and then i want to just throw a shout out to brevin jordan here uh rostered in only 1.5 percent of leagues And with Dalton Schultz out, he stepped into a pretty significant role, pretty much played that Dalton Schultz usage. He had a 77% route participation. He was second on the Texans um, in targets with five. He's also second in receiving yards with uh, 64. So I think Brevin Jordan is like a fringe tight end one if Dalton Schultz does continue to miss time. So those are gonna be the two tight ends. And then I think we actually have some pretty interesting streaming options here um, at the defensive position. So gonna start off with the Colts, uh, rostered in 25.7% of leagues. They go up against the Bengals, obviously with no Joe Burrow, this Bengals offense is pretty rough. So I think the Colts are interesting. The Packers coming off a really impressive game against the uh, Chiefs, rostered in just under 25% of leagues. They go up against the Giants also a very rough um, offensive situation there the texans rostered in 13.7 percent of leagues going up against the jets jets are arguably the worst offense in the league at this point it is not pretty then we have the vikings rostered in 30.8 percent of leagues defense just in general has looked much better as of late and they're going up against the uh, raiders led by aiden o'connell love that matchup and then we have the patriots on thursday night football rostered in 33.1 percent of leagues The defense has been crazy impressive over the last three weeks. Um, They're going up against the Steelers, which is a nice matchup. Like the team as a whole has been terrible, but the defense really hasn't been that bad. So I really like the streaming options we have here at the defense position. And that's gonna wrap it up for uh, this video. All the top waiver wire targets. Hopefully you guys enjoyed, stayed till the end. If you did, smash that like button, subscribe to the channel. Thank you all for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.